Hello, family and friends. I'm here for day two with Sister Jennifer Sidebottom. Jennifer, I'm so glad you're here. And Tyler here is our timer man to, to keep us on track here. And so uh, we're excited today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Father, we're so thankful that you're a merciful God, that your mercies are new every day. When we mess up, you still love us and you're drawing us back. You want us to live a holy life, Father. Thank you for helping us live holy and to draw people to you. And and thank you that your blood covers all of our past. And we, yes. we, we look forward. We, like Paul, we press forward, Father. And we thank you for helping us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Jennifer, before I kick it over to you, I was going to share just, you know, your testimony about receiving Jesus just went off in my spirit because I'll never forget that day at that altar in Texas where I went forward and I gave my heart to Jesus. I'd given Jesus my head hundreds of times. And it's not really about the denomination necessarily as much as it is about just being following the Bible. Jesus said you must be born again. Mm -hmm. And so I had that relationship in Texas at an altar. And I never forget the peace that I had. For the first time in my life, I had peace. Yes. And you know that old song about looking for love in all the wrong places, you know. <laughs> yes. And that's what we do until we have a personal relationship with Jesus. Right. And, you know, and he's obviously, he's cleaning us up as we get that experience, you know, and we're, mm -hmm. he's working on us, right? We're not like perfect, but right. we're working towards living a life that glorifies him. And so I'm just going to kick it over to you to share whatever we talked a little bit yesterday. I'm going to kick it over to you. All right. Yes. When I got up to that altar that day, I definitely felt peace and that it just stayed. And it was something that it kind of brought out something in me. I just wanted to be sweeter. I just wanted to reflect God better. And I wanted to learn more about him. And I wanted to be what a person that loves God should look like. I wanted to be a good wife. I wanted to be a good mom. And so that really started working on me and how I talk and and how I conduct myself. And so that was definitely working in my life. And I, after taking a look at things, I could see where God had really ordered my steps, how he was putting me exactly where he wanted me to be, even if it was for a time being. Because when I first decided I wanted to go to Sullivan and I wanted to pursue baking and pastry, there wasn't a way. It was not going to work. It was not with having a child, not with you know, just how things were it, to move hours away from the help, you know, my parents and the comforts that are there. It didn't make sense. Well, that wasn't going to stop God from getting me where he needed me to be. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we got this flyer in the mail saying, hey, there, Sullivan's going to do night classes. Well, there we go. That's mm -hmm. that got me over there. That was enough. And, you know, that put me where I was in position to be in that class with that person that was willing to share, that was willing to, you know, put me, you know, somebody that's going to share God with me and she was going to love me and care for my kids. And she was really the first start of that love that I felt. And I can see in many different areas of my life where God has, I can follow that line back. I can follow the line to where maybe I wasn't on track, but then something would happen and he would get me there. And then something else would happen, and he would just get me to where I was supposed to be. Wow. And, and what was this young lady's name again that helped you? Her name is Stephanie Wells. Make sure you forward this podcast to Stephanie. Yes, and her parents, you know, they were wonderful to me, too. I mean, they welcomed us with open arms. One of the first things her mom told me was, you know, she asked me a question. Whatever the answer was, I told her I was worried about something. And without hesitation, she says, worries a sin. And 
I, I remember looking at her like she had three heads, like something was wrong. <laughs> what do you mean? This is this is life. This is how we do that. And that was really the first, I, gosh, that was so refreshing to me because I was a worrier. I just would worry to where my stomach hurt. And I took that home from her and it was like, that was what it took. I swallowed that and that worked on me. And I honestly... To this day, I just, I don't worry about things. It's just not in me. I'm not going to chew it over. I'm not going to think about it. And I do praise God for that. I am thankful that I don't have to worry about things. I mean, you know, they'll come up, but the thing to do is to give it to God. Because really, yeah. every time I've tried to do something myself, make decisions myself, every time I've tried to just put me on it because I think I can do it, I'm showing I'm wrong. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, and worry is a care, right? We're supposed to cast our cares on the Lord. That's right. Praise God. That's right. That's the only way to do it. But, you know, it's not that everything has been completely carefree either. You know, I have been through quite a few things in my life. And one of them, I, I do have an ex-husband. And that comes from there was abuse. And even with him being saved and with him being called to preach and, and all those things, he was choosing not to walk in it because he had his own will and he was definitely letting the enemy work on him. And we were just stuck in this cycle and it wasn't working. And, you know, I didn't want to break that covenant, but it was to a point where it was either get away or I was going to lose my life. And I actually, I remember getting down on my knees beside the bed one night and praying, asking God, I want a, a sweet husband. And I want, you know, and I listed things, honestly, I wanted to, a two vehicle family and I wanted a house that I was buying and not renting anymore. And, you know, I had all these desires and I tell you right now, I'm living in that just to skip forward. I mean, we have a couple vehicles and I am buying my house. I'm actually believing for another house at this oh, point. God. And God did give me a sweet husband. It's a different man. <laughs> but to be honest with you, at that time, that's not what I was thinking. I wanted God to work on my husband's heart. That's what I wanted to happen. But if this helps somebody, it's worth telling it. Yeah. I mean, he was violent to me repeatedly, and I, I tried to stick with that. I tried to make that work. And there was a point where I decided this has to stop. And I, I told him I was going home to my mom and dad after service. Well, he was scared. He knew I meant it. And he wanted to go to church service with me that morning. And so we both went. And, you know, I was just crying. I was sitting in the second row and I was just crying. And I knew my pastor saw it. But we also had this other guest speaker in that day. And as soon as the pastor had him get up and he just he said, I sense division. And he said, it's not necessarily divorce, but there's some sort of a split within the family. If that's you come up here. Well, of course, my husband, that's now scared that I'm going to leave, he hops right up there. And with a very reluctant heart, I followed. And there were several other people up to receive as well. But this guest minister walked right up to me and he said, honey, put your hands up. And I did. And he said, God wants you to know that this is over, that this is done and this is not what he has for you. And I received it. And really, in my mind, I just thought it was over that, you know, we were going to go home and everything was going to be fine. And then he proceeded to go over to what is now my ex-husband. And he was prophesied over that he had a call on his life to preach, but he's going to have to walk in that. And if he didn't, it was going to be like if he stepped back at all, it was going to be like taking a triple somersault backwards. And unfortunately, that's where that's at. So I did. I did end up moving back 
home, you know, here in Evansville and moving in with my parents. And, uh, you know, I was still with him at this time. And I thought that God was still working on him. And it just proved out that he wasn't going to change. That's not mm-hmm. how things were going to go. So I took that as God released me from that. Yeah. And, you know, there were scriptures that came with that, that there was, you know, abundant life, a hope for a good future. You know, there were there were things that were God was showing me. So I felt peace about that. Yeah. And so that was really a huge deal. And that honestly, that was kind of like the first time after that, I was kind of ashamed. And that was kind of the first time that really pulled me out of church and mm-hmm. pulled me away from God. That was a, a start. But God's got a hold of me. Yeah. You know, that's the that's the chain I still have. I'm with God. <laughs> and he's been so good to me. And he's brought me out of many things. And I'm very thankful for that. Well, let's uh, close there, Jennifer. Maybe pray today for maybe there's some ladies or men out there that are dealing with a situation and maybe they've just gone through a divorce or there's something pending. I just think there's some prayer there for people. Absolutely. Father, I ask you to do for those people that are hurting what you did for me. You made a way and you were so sweet about it and I was not condemned and Father, it's a hard time in people's lives when they're going through that. I just pray that you would remind them to get with you, remind them to go into their spirit and to seek you and because that's where the answers are. That's what is done. That is what you are all. And the answer is in there. And you're so sweet to give that to us when we ask and I thank you for the way you have moved in my life. And I just ask that you share that with my brothers and sisters and help to strengthen us and to live in your will and what you want in our lives. And we thank you and praise you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you, Jennifer. I'm looking forward to tomorrow. And folks, if you want to contact Jennifer, you can do so through our ministry at celebratejesusministry at gmail.com or by phone at 812 812- Four four nine eight one four seven. We love you all. Please go talk to someone about Jesus today. And remember, Jesus thought about you on the cross at Calvary.